It's Saturday, September 10th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Wall Street added to its recent gains Friday with a broad rally that broke the market's three-week losing streak. The S&P 500 closed 1.5% higher, its third straight increase, and ended with a 3.7% gain for the week. That makes it the benchmark index's best week going back to July. Big gains for technology companies pushed the Nasdaq composite to a 2.1% gain, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 1.2%. The latest gains punctuated a holiday-shortened week of trading on Wall Street during which the market regained some of the ground it lost after a mid-August slump that wiped away much of the gains from a midsummer rally. A weaker U.S. dollar and a reversal among short sellers appeared to be responsible for some of the rally Friday, said Samir Samana, senior global market strategist at Wells Fargo Investment Institute. In other news, record drought across the globe this year dried up rivers and reservoirs and sapped the world's largest source of renewable electricity, hydropower. The dip in electricity generated by the flow of water across dams in China, Europe, and the U.S. stifled power production. In some places, it has caused factories and smelters to shut down for weeks on end. California's energy grid faced its biggest blackout risk since 2020 this week because of record demand and a lack of electricity supply, including from water-starved hydropower stations. As governments push a transition away from fossil fuels and climate change upends the reliability of nature-driven energy sources, the drought has also raised questions about how hydropower fits into the energy mix. The drop in output from hydropower, an energy technology long thought to be tried and true, is causing a rethink of how it fits into a resilient energy system, according to energy executives, analysts, and government planners. According to the UN's World Meteorological Organization, drought frequency and duration has increased by nearly a third globally since the year 2000. Around the world, Ukrainian forces advanced on a strategic city in the country's east, threatening to isolate thousands of Russian troops after four days of rapid gains that caught Moscow off guard and have altered the momentum of the war. The breakthrough has demonstrated for the first time that Ukraine, with the help of Western military aid, can recapture territory from Russian forces occupying large areas of the south and east of the country. After breaking through Russian defenses in the northeastern Kharkiv region earlier this week, Ukrainian forces advanced more than 30 miles toward Kupyansk, seizing the initiative after months of grinding combat. President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine said on Friday his country's forces had retaken control of more than 30 towns and villages in the Kharkiv region and that measures were being taken to secure the gains. Back in the U.S., firefighters in California are working to contain wildfires amid a days-long heat wave, and officials say blistering temperatures and high winds have heightened risk for new fires along the West Coast. In California, thousands of people were under evacuation orders as a blaze known as the Mosquito Fire east of Sacramento grew, spreading to nearly 30,000 acres by Friday afternoon, according to California fire officials. Firefighters are contending with difficult terrain, including steep canyons, as well as temperatures above 100 degrees and windy conditions that have contributed to erratic fire behavior. Governor Gavin Newsom has declared a state of emergency for Placer and El Dorado counties, and shelters are in place for those under evacuation orders. And 
Chief Justice John Roberts on Friday defended the authority of the Supreme Court to interpret the Constitution, saying its role should not be called into question just because people disagree with its decisions. When asked to reflect on the last year at the court in his first public appearance since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, Roberts said he was concerned that lately some critics of the court's controversial decisions have questioned the legitimacy of the court, which he said was a mistake. He did not mention any specific case or critics by name. He described the last year as an unusual and difficult one, pointing to the public not being allowed inside the court, closed in 2020 because of the pandemic, as one hardship. He also said it was gut-wrenching to drive into the Supreme Court that was surrounded by barricades every day. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.